Welcome to Milk Bread Radio, a show about creative living and well-being in the confusing world that we live in. I'm Stacey Lee, and this is where we have honest conversations about mental wellness, creativity, and what it means to live an authentic and fulfilling life. So grab a snack, sit back, and let's dig in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode four of the podcast. This week, I wanted to talk about the feelings that come up and the emotions that we have when life feels really chaotic and really out of control because I think we've all been in places where we're just trying to do our best, enjoy our lives, work hard, move towards our goals, and crazy shit happens that just will completely flip our worlds upside down, create a lot of emotions in us, and feel like they're just putting our lives to a halt. And of course, all of us have been experiencing this over the last two years, living in this Panera bread. And it's been very difficult just feeling powerless in a lot of the things in our lives and just feeling like we're be- being controlled by a lot of external factors. Um, so I wanted to share, I wanted to talk about like two topics today, things that have felt out of control or things in my life that have been making me feel out of control. And I originally was going to share two personal stories, but I switched it up. I re-recorded and I'm going to just share one personal story. And then I want to talk about what's happening in the world or um, or I guess I guess more in the U.S. I was going to talk about the news. Uh, that's very American-centric of me to think that, <laughs> to say, what's going on in the world? And I'm like, no, I'm going to talk about U.S. news. But anyways, I wanted to talk about two things that have just been making me feel out of control, like my feelings and emotions and responses and just what I'm trying to do in response to those things. So story one story time last week if you listen to my podcast i did mention that i started fostering a cat and truthfully this cat has been taking like a very very big toll on my mental health because this cat i'm pretty sure this cat like actually hates me like it's so it's just so like disappointing and like heartbreaking because i had so much hope for this cat and I was very excited about her but she has been the source of like three to four mental emotional breakdowns over the past two weeks or so Um, and I unfortunately think that I'm not going to be able to continue fostering her so basically for the last two weeks that she's been here I have not been able to pet her a single time. I have not been able to get her to come out of hiding. I have tried to pet her once. I I tried to pet her like five days ago. The shelter recommended I try to pet her using oven mitts or a towel or something to like guard my hands because she keeps clawing and hissing and being very upset at being touched. But she has just been so ah just like so unreceptive to treats to food to pets she just really does not like me does not like the space i don't know what's going on i have like a literal shrine of toys and 
food and treats and I have like three beds and hidey holes for her, a ton of toys. I even bought like an air filter for the room and she still just like hisses and claws at me very aggressively if I even approach her. And this is just, you know, it's been very saddening for me. And I I asked a lot of people for advice because I am a first time cat person. I asked like the shelter and I asked, I've been in communication with her last foster parent and with my partner whose family has a cat and my sister and her partner who have a cat and all my cat friends. And everyone has told me, they're like, Stace, don't worry, you are... You're doing the right things, you're providing the right care, giving her space when she needs it, and at that point it's really up to the cat. But it just it just feels really bad, you know? It just feels really disappointing and heartbreaking, and I feel very guilty by putting the cat in a place where she just doesn't feel comfortable and It's also been making me feel really incapable and doubting my own abilities and being a pet owner and just disappointed and embarrassed and all the the crazy feelings around being a new pet owner and having this pet just hate you and (laughs) cause all this chaos in your life. And so I think that is something that I've just been thinking a lot about this past week in having this experience with this cat and recognizing that I've really been doing everything in my power, like everything that I can control, I have done, like getting the food, getting toys, providing space, providing care, providing clean air, providing all the things that she needs. And she's still just, you know, life, the cat in this case, sometimes will just like come in and bulldoze and even when I'm trying my best, they're just like, nope, not today. This is not, this is not going to work for you. And we're not going to let you be excited about this thing. (laughs) And like at first this week, I got pretty, I think I got pretty embarrassed because if I, like, if I took a slow-mo, like, what do you call it? A a time-lapse video of me in this last week and the amount of times I have just ended up on my couch crying over a cat, I would just feel so, you know, it just feels really embarrassing. Like, why am I feeling so strongly and so sad and like heartbroken and frustrated? Why am I feeling so many things over a cat? (laughs) But then at the same time, I recognize it's really important to not deny myself or judge myself for having any emotions no matter what the circumstances are like i'm a human being and i have emotions and i have feelings and i'm going to feel them in response to situations and regardless of what it is when i say it out loud if it's a cat or if it's another thing that i want i'm like mentally deeming as a silly thing I am allowed to have those feelings and I have to process them at some point. I can't just kind of bury them in the sand or I feel like later they're going to come out and I'm going to like randomly lash out at someone and I'll do my therapy dissection and explore with my therapist and I'll be like, oh wait, yeah, I think that was a trigger because I 
was really mad at my cat like five months ago. You know, I, I don't want that to happen in the future, which is why I think it's just it's just really important for me to allow myself to feel things and also get clarity on what I'm feeling. Like sometimes when I'm having a lot of emotions and feeling a lot of emotions at once, I think I saw this exercise or I heard about it on a podcast somewhere but or maybe I saw it on social media or something but when you're kind of in these moments of just having a lot of feelings and you are having a really hard time dissecting and and you're just feeling chaotic what you do is you will just sit down and you will start to I think it's it's almost like a form of meditation but you will just say all of the emotions that you're feeling out loud like you'll sit down and you'll reflect close your eyes mentally go into your brain and say i'm feeling blank and also blank and also blank and just get the acknowledgement and identification of all your feelings in whatever situation and allow yourself to process them in this way because once you can identify them you can acknowledge them it becomes much easier to mentally untangle what may be going on in your brain in your heart in your feelings and all the things in the psychological mechanism of being human. And so that is just one area of my life right now that is causing me a fair amount of grief and sadness and just feeling like there are things happening that are out of my control. But I'm just trying to allow myself to feel these feelings regardless, feel, just really allow myself to be sad and to grieve and to be frustrated and whatever I need to feel. Now, I want to transition a bit out of talking about cats and out of my personal life because I did end up re-recording this episode. I initially was just going to talk about personal life things, but I kind of wanted to expand out and talk about what is happening in the States right now. And because this is a show about you know, feelings and mental health, I think it'd be pretty remiss for me as an Asian woman to not chat about Asian hate crimes, and especially the recent uptick, or not even recent, this has been happening for the last two years throughout the entire Panini, as all these things happening in the news, of violence against Asian people, violence against Asian women, these have definitely acted as huge stressors in my life that make me feel out of control at a lot of times. So this is a trigger warning for anyone listening. Um, If you do not want to hear about these topics, if you don't want to hear about assault and murder, um, I would go ahead, skip ahead if this is something that feels heavy for you right now. But I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened to Christina Lee, who today is the day that I'm recording it. I found out this morning, or today's the day I'm re-recording it. But I found out this morning, Christina Lee, she was um, a woman in her 30s in New York who was stalked and stabbed to death multiple times, stabbed in her home in New York, um, and done so by a man who had multiple criminal charges and christina lee is you know just an another person in the long list of asian hate crimes that has been occurring in the last two years that has been making me just very just like very scared you know especially when i hear about people like christine christina lee or michelle go who was 
pushed in front of a subway about, I think about a month ago. And when I hear about people like this who just very closely resemble myself, resemble my friends, my coworkers, my family members, people I know in my life who just feel very characteristically similar to me, like being an Asian American woman and living in a big city and working a corporate job and went to like a top university or at like a university. Michelle Goh even went to UCLA as well and she worked at a company that I have a lot of friends working at and all these things come together that just make me, it just really feels so close to home. Um, thinking about these people and how they really could have been, could have been me, could have been my friends, could have been people I know. And it's just been really hard because it feels like I see these stories in the news and a lot of the stories that I've seen over the past two years have just felt so dismissive of the fact that these are hate crimes or that hate like that hate crimes could be linked to the motive it feels like a lot of people seem like they don't want to talk about the fact that all of these things are happening to asian people and also when i when i say asian in the context of this episode i'm i'm referring to like east asian presenting people and not necessarily representative of all asian people because i think any statistics out there will point to Asian hate crimes being linked primarily to association with Chinese people and people in this country think all East Asian presenting people are Chinese people. I don't know. Anyways, so when I talk to my Asian friends, my Asian female friends, East Asian presenting female friends especially, I think so many of us are just really, just like really scared and don't know like what is the right thing to do like throughout the whole pandemic and in the last you know whenever there is news of recent hate crimes towards asian people i definitely feel more anxious around that time period but when these spikes are happening or when a big news story like this breaks i get very like just anxious to go anywhere by myself like i feel nervous to go anywhere by myself at night obviously just being a woman you can't do that and during the day too like even though I feel like I live in a pretty safe area I just always feel like a little bit on edge like when people look at me in public or if anyone looks my way in like a public place my first thought is what do they want from me um, and then my second thought is, oh my gosh, are they go are they going to hate crime me? Are they going to say something weird to me? Are they going to push me into the street? Are they going to hurt me? Are they going to come up to me and say some weird fetishizing pickup line? I I don't know. There's like all these things that go through my brain as to like what do what do people want from me? And it always comes from a place of fear. Like I feel this like fear for people like who don't know me when they see me in public they just see me and they immediately have a thought of like oh she is east asian so she like i don't know they automatically dislike me because they think i brought the pandemic here even though i haven't been to my home country in 
since I was like 12. I don't know. People are stupid. But these are all the thoughts that are happening in my brain and just make me feel so stressed and out of control because obviously all of these things that I'm afraid about are being caused by things outside of myself and they're being caused by people and situations that I may not necessarily have control over. And obviously this is very, very, a very different life thing from my cat and the frustrations and the feelings I have around this cat. But I have so many strong feelings just around what's happening in the world and what's happening around me as well. And I think it's really important to take that time to allow myself to feel all all the feel feels that I feel because there are really valid responses to scary things that are happening in the world. And I think it's especially important to have community and solidarity and share really openly and vulnerably with other people because I definitely know that I'm not the only person who feels absolutely terrified of what is going on. So I guess the takeaway from all of this, if we're looking at this from like a very high level, I think the theme of this episode, whether it's for like smaller personal life things like cats hating you or the overwhelm of news and hate crime towards women, towards Asian women. If whatever is going on in your life, I think the lesson that I'm trying to take in is to really just try and hone in and focus on what you can control because sometimes we'll just, we'll be trying our best and we'll do everything we can to prepare and we'll invest all this energy, time, money, emotional labor, physical labor, labor, mental labor, And crazy things will still happen. Like things will still go wrong. Unexpected things are still happening because that is the world that we live in. And that is the human experience. And of course, things will feel really chaotic and frustrating when things do feel out of control. But I think I'm just trying to remember the things I can control at this point are a, are how I respond to things, what what response am I going to choose and the action that I want to take from it, the effort that I'm putting into whatever I'm doing, my immediate environment, my immediate community, what can I do in those spaces, and ultimately how I treat myself, how I talk to myself, and how I treat others, and how I reach out to others. And there are a lot of these sort of micro things that I feel like we can control because sometimes when I start thinking too much about the macro and the world and the state of the nation and what's going on in our country when I when I focus so much on these big things I get so like frustrated and so sad and I feel so just like powerless like I can't like it's so big that I can't do anything but feel fear and feel sadness but I don't want to let these negative feelings build up and prevent me from getting up continuing to try my best continue trying to put some kind of goodness out in the world and I don't want it to for like for lack of a better word like I think these things will send in the past and probably in the future still will but these things will put me into like a depressive state and my depression brain will just go into the spiral of like feelings of hopelessness and feeling like there's no like purpose in moving forward and everything just feels so scary and overwhelming and 
just unable to get up and continue to do things in my life that make me feel empowered and like I have choices and agency. And so focusing on what you can control and trying to remember that focus is, you know, it can be a mindset shift, you know, like shifting your locus of control, like the psychological concept of people who feel a stronger internal locus of control versus an external locus. People who feel a stronger internal locus of control tend to feel more motivated like you have agency and like you have choices like things in your life are in control versus people who have a stronger external locus of control feel more like surrendered to the world and to like larger the larger society I guess and I think everyone has a mix of both but I'm really just trying to like when I get into these mental funks of feeling like everything is so big and scary I'm trying to remember to shift more into my internal locus and that's the kind of mindset piece of it but I think it's also important to take actions rather than just like think different thoughts because the way that you feel you have more control over your life and focus in on what you can control and build that confidence is through doing things that make you feel that way like deliberately saying i am what i am in control of is my response to these situations so i'm going to like create something share it with people and like document my responses and that's kind of my way of feeling like i do have some sense some emblance of control over my life i in a very practical sense am probably going to sign up for a self-defense class so um get your self-defense on ladies you know get my tools and things to help me feel safer and do everything in my power to just like feel more in control of my general safety and the things in my life And just generally talking to people and finding emotional solidarity with people and feeling like I'm not completely isolated in my feelings and that other people have had similar experiences. Again, whether it's smaller life things like a cat or really scary big life things like systemic hate crimes against your people. (laughs) You know, honestly, and let me know if it was weird that I kind of looped these two stories in together in in the theme of locus of control and life and feeling like we have control over our lives. But, you know, these are, I think this is like the duality of man. These are (laughs) the duality of the things that are happening in my life and that crazy and unexpected things can happen in so many avenues of our lives at any given moment and that all those feelings to whatever is going on in your life are valid. So I think that is all that I have to say for this episode. We talked about cats and my personal life. We talked about the news. We talk about, talked about systemic hate crime. Wow, what, what a, a roller coaster of an episode. But that is all that I have to say. If you are out there and you're feeling at all emotionally affected by the news, or I know a lot of the people out here listening to my podcast and who follow me on social media are also Asian women. So if you're out there, just know that I am here with you. I am scared. I don't know what is going on, but I am just trying my best to focus on what I can, do what I can, focus on what I can control, check in with myself, check in with my friends, and try to take care. So 
that is all that I have to say for the remainder of this episode. I hope you all are doing the best we can and taking care of yourselves. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, friends.